0: Hello, and welcome to the Chattahoochee Podcast, Episode 3, Tracy Lawrence. It's good to see your face again. It's been a while. How am I doing? Well, I get by somehow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, we're, we're really excited for this episode. We're trying to throw a curveball and um, throw one in that you guys weren't expecting. And uh, I think we probably just did it.
1: Probably unexpected for us, too, because, man, there is a lot more... Fantastic Tracy Lawrence songs and I remember. Yeah, yeah, we were talking. It was
0: very, very difficult to make our list, and we did not expect that at all.
1: No, I thought it'd be pretty uh cut and dry with what my favorite Tracy tracks were, but boy, was I wrong. Mm. Well, there's so many that you forget about. Yeah, and he's he had a lot of hits too. So a lot of a lot of the other singles, other than the standalones, didn't get as much radio time, and you just kind of they slip to the back, and you forget about them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. And we wanted to title this episode, Lessons Learned, and uh, just kind of run you guys through some of the lessons we learned about how to play and how not to play in bands.
1: More more the latter, probably. More yeah. of the latter.
0: <laughs> Do you remember our very first ever
1: show, in parentheses, show? Uh, uh, quotations.
0: Yeah. Grammar.
1: Yeah. Uh, attempts. <laughs> you know, air trial and error. Attempts at playing playing music and doing the thing. <laughs> well, we we already told you guys on uh, episode 1
0: how we uh how our practices went. Well, our performances were just about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Action packed and flawless. We'll <laughs> flawless. go with that. <laughs> the our very first time playing away from um like our home church or like church camp or whatever was at the Mullet at Jesus Church is which
1: I referred to it yeah, as. Yeah. Had the had the um uh, the painting from uh, the woman in the well scene, essentially. Only it looked like Joe Diffie was <laughs> yeah. was baptizing he her. <laughs> <laughs> we opened
0: for a puppet show. <laughs> you know, save the best for last. Save the... We were not the headliners that night. We um we actually we, we were playing with a drummer from that that church because uh, Josh our drummer and Matt which um, Matt Collins played keys for us there for a while they mm-hmm. both played on Chapmanville's football team yeah and they had a they had a game that night so they neither one of them could yeah. come so that dude filled in on drums and um, he's probably the only one that played anything correct that night
1: yeah he had played you know his whole life essentially mm-hmm. and we had pretended to know how to play for a very brief period before (laughs) attempting so (laughs) that every time i think about that show i crack up because there's just
0: so many dumb things (laughs) that happened a lot of a lot of nerves for us that like how old were we uh 15 15 16 at best yeah yeah we were probably 15
1: hair was probably 16 at the time yeah um (laughs) i'd say lessons learned first thing for me was you know uh you you want your amplifier to be uh, in the on position and also plugged in. Generally, that that's a pretty good idea if you're playing an electric guitar. If you want to hear the sounds come out of the box, that's how it works, turns out.
0: You could hear through the, through the PA. Yeah. Because, of course, we had no awareness of what to do mm-hmm. on a stage with microphones what, either. What do I do with my hands? You could hear me say, you got to turn it on, stupid. And all these, these poor parents. Because, see, the way that Christian events would happen is um, you would book them, and you would expect people to show up.
2: Mm-hmm. People
0: did not always show up. So your parents yeah, were few there. Few and far between. And that was about it. Like, there was a, a few kids here and there. But it was mainly just
1: everybody's parents feeling bad for you because you did so bad and embarrassed yourself yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's like, well, what would you prefer? you like, we want to go see me, like, suck it. A insert sport or like you know see me suck at this. Like we had a good
0: time. Um, I remember Zach here. he borrowed like an old was it like
1: an old Fender old PV amp. Something I think like it was that. like a super old PV. But it is like it's one of those PVs like you look at it and you're like definitely somewhere in the seventies probably. Yeah, like this thing weighs
0: two hundred pounds and sounds like garbage. You know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he found a piece of gum on the back of it. And we were like, I dare you to eat it. And he just, no, no hesitation. hesitation at all. Yup. That
1: gum had probably been there since like 85. She was just aging, you know. But the, the flavors are better after they said. <laughs> had
0: time to cure. <laughs> I remember once we finally started um Started our set and everything. Our uh, we made sure our guitars were all plugged in and our amps were turned on and stuff like that. We finally got rolling. Eventually, I'm sure we just did a bunch of covers. I don't even know if we had any um, originals. Do you know?
1: Oh man, that was early on. I, I feel like there might have been one, maybe one. Just like, <laughs> and even then though, like you know, we only played everything at one very slow tempo. Always <laughs> like that's all we could do. It's all we could do to keep that. You know. Keep those horses wrinkled in, like they get away from us. <laughs> well, that was before I even, um,
0: before I even got a wah pedal. Like I didn't even own my own amp at the time. I was borrowing like some solid state amp, and oh, I yeah. had, um, I I had bought a um, DOD flashback fuzz pedal at Don Elkins. I probably played double for what they actually sold for. Oh, because that's they he, wouldn't do you
1: that way. Don
0: wouldn't do us that way, but, but he did. <laughs> it turns out, yeah. He it definitely like would and did. But that th- and, and I didn't know any better. I was like, I guess this is like a distortion pedal. I didn't know the difference between any of them. So, you know, you just turn the distortion all the way up. That's what you're supposed to yeah. do, right? <laughs> the more, the better. The more, the better. Well, it was like an outdoor stage. And I, you know, I was up through there several months back. It's might have been a year ago now mm. that little stage is still sitting out there in that uh mm. <laughs> out there in the, yeah. the yard beside the old building but I, oh, man that brings <laughs> that brings back some <laughs> some rough memories but we we got to go on some song and of course, like we were all terrified to like look at anybody or like look up from the floor or our guitars yeah. but at one point I saw. Preacher's Zach's mock stand was like swaying. It's like a weeble wobble. <laughs> and um, I looked over and he was just like doing this ski dance. Like he was getting super mm-hmm. into it. And like, it was just a rock on this little stage oh. and that mock stand was just going
1: all over the place. I had the presence, you know, <laughs> stage presence for certain. <laughs> <laughs> we had, do you remember our
0: tuning situation? what was it we had one little tuner was it the (laughs) clip-on no it was it was even before we got those like we we had no concept of what a pedal tuner was
1: yeah didn't mm, didn't for years actually
0: We, we shared this one little like Korg tuner. The
1: great Korg one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We would just plug into it and then you tuned and then you just took for granted that your guitar would be in tune for the, till the end of the, the show. Yeah. <laughs> that was outside. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> she'll be,
1: she'll definitely be in tune.
0: It's like, okay, we've got three guitars on stage and we're just taking turns with it. Like, it was just so backward because we didn't have any sense. Yeah. We just didn't know what any a good better.
1: tuner that was, though. That thing's been through the, through like, many no vacancy shows sole purpose shows mm-hmm. yep i bet my dad still has that i bet
0: <laughs> it probably still works used that many
1: times <laughs>
0: yeah man it was a long time before we ever realized that there was other ways to tune your guitar turns other than out, you know, just i remember turns out i remember one time we were playing and um my guitar. i'm sure that we had like changed strings like that day, or on the way to the show. We yeah. did that a couple times. That there was, was many times where that was like,
1: <laughs> gotta change them on the way in the car. I'll stretch <laughs> him out and play on the way, I guess.
0: I remember having to unplug my guitar from the amp and plug into that tuner, like, mid-set, and, like, tune it, and just to, like, it... <laughs> it was... <laughs> we, did, we didn't know. We, we, were, <laughs> we were trying. We were flying blind, man. We had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we played the, uh... There's a thing called paradise island up up past man like between man and gilbert and um we played like the gift shop
1: of this place mm-hmm, before they did like their uh <laughs> uh their uh like scenic walks through there they put on like yeah. little skits and shows mm-hmm. on the property yeah and um <laughs>
0: We were just like placed where wherever we could get because like that thing I don't know if they had just like a weekend thing like each weekend through that certain time or what mm. I mean, but there's like for a gift shop there's there was a quite a few people there you know yeah. so we were just shoved like wherever and it was like this big tall open room Matt the uh, keyboard player he was down on the landing so he was first floor <laughs> like that couldn't have been. I mean that had to have been more awkward for him than any any yeah. of us because all they could see standing like was like he was the only one level with everybody else. Yeah, like
1: we were <laughs> first like how's he making
0: those sounds with just a keyboard? That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Josh has his drum set up like on the balcony there, and we're just like lined up around
1: this balcony. Yeah, there's like a a flight of steps or a ramp and then a landing, and then like a. Uh, turns back the other way, and then a ramp going up to the next floor. So Matt with keyboard, first floor, Josh on the landing, going up to the second floor <laughs> with drums, and the rest of us like lining around this uh, second floor foyer around this gift shop.
0: And I, I definitely remember um, me and you had both changed our guitar strings. That day. That day. Yeah. We had probably stopped at Don Elkins yeah. and Logan on the way Donald's, to man. Yeah. And, I mean – It'll be fine. I mean, you ain't got much time to stretch
1: there, <laughs> and you could definitely hear it in our guitars. Well, also, that was just our setup at the time for trying to play more shows and play shows like that. Was that um, Zach? I mean, saying he had that crate amp that he could just plug mm-hmm. a mic into. So it was just everything, every sound was coming from its own <laughs> direction. Nothing was run through a board nope. ever in our early shows <laughs> nope. or mixed together. It was just a. Uh, a mix of sounds and it's sometimes some notes in there.
0: Well, I remember like one of the first times that we ever played with like somebody running sound, like which that was foreign because y- you just figured yeah. it out. They're so, like, do you want more of the vocals
1: in your monitor? Like, what's the uh, monitor. What, what was that first question, sir? <laughs> what? You mean you can turn his
0: voice up, but not everything else.
1: Yeah. What, what other spells do you know?
0: <laughs> it's wizardry. Yeah. <laughs> well, we played that thing, that event with um. Who all was? It, it was like, like Tony Bell's band, like Tony and Randy's band mm-hmm. played, and like Chris Hunter's band played, and we were like, we were super young, like Ryan Lafferty and those guys. They played, yeah. And um, like they had a dude running sound. Like this is crazy. Like you, what do you mean? Why do you, why do you need to mock the guitarium Like <laughs> well, why are you doing that? Like that don't make any sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the- <laughs> this is this is the way it works, right? <laughs> <laughs> I still think one of my – the I'll, the thing I'll never forget about playing music the first girl in our first experience in a band and all mm. those. We played a lot of shows mm. in No Vacancy, but the, I think my all-time favorite and surely for lessons learned is the uh, – what's it called? The, the Coalfield Jamboree, the Battle oh. of the Bands. <laughs> that is – things I'll never forget as like a 16, 17-year-old. Wow. Like the the dad metal band <laughs> that showed up yep. and was like, like. – Cutting up drugs downstairs. Yeah. I'm like, what is they're happening? They're just like, you know, uh, either a black cutoff, no sleeveless t-shirt, and some <laughs> leather pants. For most leather pants, not, not much denim to go around there. A lot of leather. <laughs> oh, a whole lot of leather and a little bit of drugs. But yeah, like, you're playing a battle of the bands in Logan. You boys are getting wild down here. Like, <laughs> Listen, like, y'all are only supposed to play like two songs. Like, try to go on whatever, I guess, their little green room setup was. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're, we're in here tuning guitars. Oh, like, <laughs> are you? Like, with your nose? No. You kept getting tuned up, all well, right. The boys always, you know, they always said, you know, this rock and roll leads to down a bad road, but they wasn't lying here at 16. I'm seeing it. <laughs> they were right. <wrong>. Gosh, <laughs> what an experience. Like, <laughs> like, okay, where does it go from here? Man,
0: those, those Battle of the band things, those were – wild too because you just you just show up and you plug your guitar
1: in yeah and you're, like, and you're also get to hear and experience and hang out with all varieties of uh individuals and musical backgrounds and genres like it was For real a little bit of every, everything and everybody there
0: yeah yeah there was some uh some acoustic which that's that's mid-2000s when like everybody was either like a dashboard rip-off or like you were in a hardcore band yeah. Or you're in a Christian band that played third day so, songs yeah. like stuff like that. So that was a that was a heavy mix there, you know. Yeah. That well that our buddy Price Couch, which uh, shout out Price, I know he will be listening to this, but the, that's Eesh. the first time I ever met Price, he was playing with their old band and he was singing and they covered the the middle by Jimmy Eat World. Oh yeah. Like this dude, yeah. it's honestly yeah. awesome. like him and Chris Curry and yeah. Adam. But yeah, that was that was the first time I met them, um, the dudes in the long time coming they played it seems like they
1: we are old, I feel like
0: yeah mm, man <laughs> I don't remember if they covered a Jimmy world song or like a queen song, something really random for a hardcore That's band so you many. know it, <laughs> that was an experience though for sure <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite stories to tell about our uh, no vacancy days was when we played in south point like the first time south point ohio and um there's some definitely some lessons learned that day number one make a checklist and number two mm. leave an ample time to make it to the show <laughs> that, that'll go a long long <laughs> way let
1: me tell you
0: <laughs> we had two vehicles like here's Zach, he was like in his s10 and he was pulling a trailer i think like he had all the pa he stuff. had all the pa stuff yeah and like he had a couple people riding with him
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 were with Josh. (laughs) We were with
0: Josh. It was me and you and Josh and Preacher Zach, in Josh's Chevy Malibu. Not only were us big boys all in this car, so were Josh's drums and our
1: guitars and maybe
0: our guitar amps. Like there was no room. (laughs) to move
1: if if nothing else came from playing music till this day i can i can fit an absurd amount of things into a small vehicle from (laughs) us traveling and playing music they're like this won't fit i'm like back up watch out let me show you just just move you'll be surprised
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we got all the way like i don't know like 40 minutes down the road and zach pulls off it's in west hamlin he said i forgot my bass i gotta go back (laughs) So
1: was, what instruments you play again, Zach?
0: <laughs> so we sat in West Hamlin for, I don't know, at least an hour and a half waiting on Zach to go all the way back to Hearts to get his base and then come back. Yep. So that was the first thing, you know, number With, one, that's that's gonna make you late. That's kind of thing that makes
1: you late. But can we really be late though when we have the PA? Like that's the <laughs> that's real true. kicker. Like we <laughs> show starts when we get there. If we play it ain't nobody
0: playing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Zach's trying to uh, make up for lost time and he's in the front and Josh is following in the Malibu. We go down this road that they call Roach Road. It's like this back way to Barbersville and Josh didn't know this way super well. Zach did. So Zach is flying with this trailer in his ST and just buckling with down. Speed
1: you wouldn't think you could reach with the <laughs> ST in the trailer. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> so we're, we're trying to keep up the best we can, just sardine into this um, this Chevy Malibu, and so we we're going kind of up this hill, and Josh is trying his best to catch up. We're going up this hill, and we didn't know what was waiting on the other side of this little this mm-hmm. little hill. So we get close to the top, and I don't know if Josh hit a pothole or what, but he just this <laughs> is like the episode
1: of Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs>
0: This is real life, uh, real life, dicks of hazard. We get to the top, and like all of a sudden, the car, all four tires, I'm not joking at all, all four tires leave the ground because waiting on the that little dip up that little hill up top, it just goes straight down the other side. Yep. So we go, we're sailing. I don't know, it felt like an eternity that we were in the area. It probably was yeah. half a second, Thompson's you know. Still. <laughs> But what was funny is there was a, uh, there was a car passing on the other side. They had to be like, what did we just see there? We just passed yeah. the, these boys uh, running from a the the gold along.
1: Chevy Malibu in the air. Don't mind us. Just, just making our way. <laughs> Only way we know how.
0: <laughs> Only way we know how. And so we hit the, hit the ground, you know, we finally land all four tires back and you know, it's, it's just straight down the other side. So it's kind of difficult, I would imagine, with us boys all in that car yeah. to regain control. So as soon as we hit, Josh like slams the brakes and we're like sliding all over the road. Yeah. And when we finally come to a stop, like nobody says anything <laughs> for a good five to 10 seconds. And then we just lost it. We we laugh so hard. And, and sadly, that's not like the only time we almost died in the car that trip. <laughs> But yeah, always make a checklist of um, the things that you definitely need, like your instruments, instruments and, stuff, yep. and leave an ample time to get there. Yep. That's some that's some lessons learned for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into talking about oh, Mr. Man. Tracy Long? Is it TL
1: time? It's time. <laughs> what? Wha- what can you not say about him? First and foremost, <laughs> man, the guy had style, and he probably had the best mullet of the nineties. He, I think, he definitely did. I think
0: he definitely had the most powerful like, and he wore it proud. It wasn't this like a like a kind of no. mullet, like
1: it was a full it was on beautiful locks, it was curls. Yeah, and he kept it for a long time. Yeah, I wish he still had it. <laughs> yeah. I've been working on one personally. Uh, I don't know if it'll ever be like you know the the status of like a Tracy Lawrence mullet, but that's a guy can dream. <laughs> I mean that's that's yeah. your goal. That's, that's the that's, end game.
0: That that's anybody's end game right yeah.
1: there. <laughs> uh, so what's there to know about Tracy? Um, he was born in 1968 in Texas, raised in Arkansas. Is uh, most of our a lot, lot of our favorite uh, 90s country artists. He grew up learning to play guitar and singing mm-hmm. in choir at church. Right. Um, by the age of 15, he would started singing and performing at local clubs, which is crazy just to be out like playing clubs and honky tonks. at at 15,
0: 15, just giving it a go. Well, uh, his mom wanted him to be a preacher, and yeah. his, I guess his stepdad, too. And he's like, you're not my real dad. You yep. can't tell me yeah. what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and he became a honky-tonk champion yeah. instead, which uh, if, if me and you ever start a country band, yep. honky-tonk champion, there we the go. It's like, I'll, I'll never call you dad. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> not even if there's a fire. Better not get in my face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um <laughs> so fifteen playing honky tonks. By the age of twenty, uh he'd spent some time like playing, you know, the circuit a little bit mm-hmm. locally and in the south with the honky tonk band. Um, you know, he's like, I'm if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna give it a go. At twenty he packs up and moves to Nashville. Uh playing like some, you know, like some singing contest mm-hmm. or local battle of the bands type things, making ends meet, working as an iron worker. Mm-hmm. And within seven months of being in Nashville, he has a record deal. It's, like if it's not if he wasn't meant to be a country artist, like yeah. bam, seven months and he's got it. I mean, but like his talent and his style was so different, though. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I f- I feel like maybe from like a, a a label perspective, it definitely seemed like they tried to give him the appearance and feel of like Alan Jackson, mm-hmm. like you know, cowboy hat, Mullen. Yeah. But he was surely like, they might have looked similar. Like He'd probably pass his brothers, but he had his own unique style and sound. Right, yeah. And the best button-up shirts I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, <laughs> seven months in Nashville, record contract signed, uh, debut album on the way, Sticks and Stones, shortly released thereafter. Uh, hmm. but, but prior to its release, is something that neither one of us knew, because, well, we were tiny humans, but I figured I would have heard about it. But he was uh, shot right before that album came out four times four times delayed the release of the album yeah apparently he was walking um uh, i guess his friend or girlfriend back to her motel at the time mm-hmm. and he said four dudes approached him and they weren't mad so he felt like they definitely weren't trying to have any witnesses mm-hmm. he felt like his life was a threat and he's like well yeah. if i'm if i'm going out i'm going out fighting yeah Gosh, that's crazy yeah yeah it, it it is crazy to me that um
0: that we haven't heard about this until now four times yeah yeah I mean, uh, uh, who was it? Fifty Cent that got shot and lived, and yeah. but the whole world knows about that. Yeah. Tracy Lawrence gets shot four times. Four times. Like they said, like he had finished the vocals and everything on that album. Yeah,
1: they said well, he was so Nobody pumped did. about trying to get that record out that within a week yeah. he was on crutches, like ready to oh ready gosh, to get out and promote. Awesome. And as as so it would be that it was, uh, you know, destined that. He Should Survive and Be Our Country yeah. Music Hero. Yeah. Uh, that album would, let's see, Sticks and Stones was the number one hit single, and uh, three additional tracks would find their way into the top ten. That's not bad for a debut album. No, yeah. no, not at all. Uh,
0: everything about like his his singles and stuff like that is everything
1: I love about 90s country. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like he, I'm sure he draws on a lot of inspiration from a lot of classic artists like mm-hmm. George Jones, um, uh, definitely keith Whitley, but i feel like you could definitely hear for certain in his voice and his style that he's probably inspired by john anderson like he just Mm -hmm. has that same kind of uh twang in his voice yeah and it's so
0: good and like where he like randomly drops his like super low notes yeah god that's so
1: good that's awesome he is um what i would refer to as maybe you know the the baritone boy wonder of ballads like nobody does it better (laughs) Young Tracy out there just breaking hearts.
0: <laughs> he always had this, uh, even like his, not only like the videos, like his like live shows and stuff you'd see, like he always had this grin on his face. Like watch him out there breaking hearts. Yeah. He, he knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. He knows. He knows good and well.
1: <laughs> those beautiful locks and these fabulous shirts he wears. He's got that twinkle in his eye. He knows what yeah. he's doing. I was talking to the <laughs> wife earlier. We were watching those music videos. I'm like, we're... Where can we get these shirts? <laughs> She's like, I've been looking. I'm like, that's what amazing. What store I'm like, sells, to sells these shirts? I need these. <laughs> um, in 96, of you know, the era when music videos were a popular format. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, his videos, Tracy's videos, were aired on CMT more than any other artist at that time in 96.
0: It makes sense. There's a couple that I
1: remember seeing all the time. Just playing on repeat. Mm-hmm. For sure. And the weird thing about a lot of those is, too, is, like, the songs were great, so I'm sure they got a lot of play, but maybe they also just got a lot of play because people were trying to decode what the music videos were about, because some (laughs) of them are a little wild. I don't know if anyone remembers. What is happening? (laughs) There's at least, like, uh, in the era of songs that we categorize and enjoy in 90s country here, there's like six six of these videos that are this weird sci-fi theme to them where there's like a teleporting Tracy through time and space, which I guess maybe the director was inspired by Quantum Leap or something. <laughs> There's a the porch flying through space and time. He just phases in and out like a Terminator.
0: <laughs> like, oh, oh he's a pirate now. Oh, now he's a NASCAR driver. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the first one, I think, it transitions on If the Good Die Young. He's at the NASCAR track uh, playing some tunes and driving, driving cars fast. And that one transitioned to where he's in an driving this NASCAR and just like the car disappears and he's thrown across the ground and he gets up and looks out the window and he's in this wild west town. (laughs) Like what? Huh?
0: Um, uh, are we supposed to have some kind of context as to how he got here or are we just supposed to just deal with it? This is
1: the power that Tracy Lawrence has. (laughs) And that was uh, Renegades, Rebels, and Rogues. And from, like, at the end of that one, it's, uh he's, st- all have the theme of, like, I guess, damsel in distress, and mm-hmm. he's saving them. And it ends with him running out of the bank, saving this lady as this bank explodes, which, <laughs> it looks like they dropped a nuke on it. it just blown to bits. And then from there, he's... Uh, transported through time and space to this 50s prom <laughs> that's my favorite one yeah. i saw Same. that one more than anything he's just the sunglasses he has like on those those ronnie Millsap shades mm-hmm. singing in the beginning yeah
0: and what that of all the hairdos like all the different ways that you can style a beautiful mullet in all Ooh. the videos when he's on stage singing and he has it all like slicked but then it just just Kentucky waterfalls at the bottom. Oh wow, <laughs> it's awesome. That's it's my just like, it's one. hard to look upon it, you know. Like it's just so beautiful <laughs> and pure. If there was any style that would make me want a mullet,
1: that'd be the one. Yeah, I need. I just need, I need those <laughs> curls. They're so good. That's what I'm missing in mine. Well, maybe once it grows a while, it'll start to uh, curl up a little bit. You, know, you remember in that video too? Whatever the weird. Other than that, it's a prom setting, but towards the end, it's like <laughs> him coming out in the crowd and seeing this girl sitting. And there's these weird, uh, like, greasers, greasers, I guess you'd say. They got on, like, leather jackets, <laughs> and they got a bucket full of 2% milk, I guess. And they're trying to dump it on her.
0: I don't know what they had against this girl, but she's about to get, to, she's about to yeah. get drenched by this this bucket of milk. But, of course, the hero that he is, yeah. you know, he steps in and saves the day.
1: Gives Picks, her a nice her off her feet, yeah. dances, you know. Classic uh, superhero Tracy Lawrence. I see it now. Um, you know, and what what's the next logical step from prom? But uh, to go through space and time and, and end up on a pirate ship, of course.
0: <laughs>
1: with the big uh, the big fake gold earring, just yeah. the one has like a skeleton key necklace and a poofy shirt, pirate shirt. <laughs> <It's> playing <laughs> in a tavern for pirates and on Had a pirate ship, literally nothing to do. No, with that was the song was uh, any as any fool can see.
0: She's has gone across.
1: That's, that is a good line. Yeah. She's
0: got leaving on her mind.
1: <laughs>
0: Another thing I always loved about his videos, he always played these super cool looking acoustics. Yeah. Like he had some good looking guitars. What What did he typically play? Did you see who he was,
1: uh, I don't know if he had a sponsorship or. It seems like he had, uh, seems like he was playing Gibsons a lot. But just like with some TL flare, mm-hmm. of course he
0: always had like the uh, the big uh, big strad that's in Tracy has or like TL metal belt buckle with the <laughs> TL on it. Yeah, that's awesome, wow. impressive. <laughs> I know he uh, he was uh, a Stetson hat. Artist or like mm-hmm. it was endorsed by Stetson, yeah. which in the the Good Die Young video, like he has this awesome bill cap. It's a Stetson bill cap he had on. Like yeah. that is, a, I want that hat. You see his dance moves in that video. He can <laughs> That's
1: maybe the only thing that Tracy can't do super well is dance. But he was trying.
0: <laughs> he was he was really trying.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, so, uh, uh, pirate ship Tracy Lawrence. as any fool can see Tracy Lawrence? He uh, he, he saves the day. He whoops all these pirates. He saves the damsel in distress again, jumps into the water. Uh, Terminator teleports. Where does he end up next? Uh, he arrives on like it looks like a Texas farm. He's helping this woman and child repair and fix up and do labor on. I still don't understand that video.
0: Not a clue. I rewatched it again I, yesterday. Like I, I don't, I don't know what. Like is he this kid's new dad now? This guy that directed these just like pulling like plots out of hats. He's like, okay,
1: hear me out. Here's the next one.
0: And then at the end, like she just like throws the for sale sign away, yeah. And then they're like smiling, up. yeah. And he's gone.
1: And he's, like walking. He has. A, I think that's when he has a duster <laughs> in, and it's a good looking duster. <laughs> oh yes. He's just like walking across <laughs> this farmland in a duster, looking all cool, and then zzz, teleported.
0: Like you can't real like super tell exactly what uh, what time this is supposed to be in Mm -mm. because like they're working on the old truck and he's like teaching this kid how to drive and all this stuff. But then like he gifts him like one of those viewfinders that has like the little disc thing that you put in and click through. Like what year is this supposed to be? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then the, uh, I guess the the last uh, iteration of time traveling Tracy was uh, it transforms from there into like uh, for the video, if the world had a front porch, but I guess it becomes apparent that he's in, like, some VR headset or something in, like, 94, 95. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just see him standing there, and it's, like, loading, and this virtual front porch starts to construct. And he's standing on. I'm just like, okay, what, 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 what is this about? What's going on?
0: <laughs> it's showing all this, like, crazy stuff that's happening in the world. Yeah. Which, I guess... It, it sounds crazy, but that might be the only one that makes sense
1: with the song. Out of versus like the context of the song and the con- <laughs> like, the content of the videos. Yeah. Like, yeah, that one probably yeah, meshes that. together the best. It doesn't look like a song to like uh, random stock footage no. like some of the other ones do with Tracy Lawrence inserted. <laughs> but what I could gather from those six videos in general was that I guess this is essentially a... Uh, uh, Tracy Lawrence cinematic music video verse where Tracy Lawrence is a superhero who comes and uh, conquers evil and, and promotes good through with his beautiful voice. I think that's, I think that's, that's the real takeaway
0: and beautiful hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some, there were a couple that were connected that, um, that went up into the early two thousands. Yeah. And which was weird. And those didn't hit the same, but I figured out why. He cut the hair. The, he lost his power. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep, Samson cut the hair and he lost the power. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what happened. Those those two videos, like they they just I don't know. They didn't hit me the same as he, the other ones. He did. still
1: wrote some hit songs, but the as far as the music video quality, like without the hair, it just kind of it, it it's gone. The magic magic's, magic's <laughs> gone. <laughs> Yep, you lose it right
0: there when the hair's chopped off. Wind out of the sail, wind out of the locks. <laughs> it's over. He can't go back in time at that point and be a pirate without the mullet. Cause, you What's know, the point? Like, you know. <laughs> Why would you try? Well, why would
1: you point? be a pirate anyway? No.
0: <laughs> uh, man. Gosh, those videos are so good
1: yeah I'm gonna have to I'm just going to look out I never check but I want to see that director who uh, directed those music videos because he did most of his music videos for him mm-hmm. and even the ones that don't have the weird quantum leap mm-hmm. plot line or whatever I just want to see what else this guy has made out there because <laughs> wow just... can you find him like on like IMDb Probably. like his collection of work was it just like hey man can you make country music videos he's like well I'll make these weird sci-fi <laughs> videos like that. I could probably, you know, best of both worlds, fuse them together. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> let's give her a go. <laughs> but yeah. Um, wow. I don't know if you're going to find any better music video entertainment options in the nineties for country music. I mean,
0: we w we went over like the, like the good Reba videos. But even
1: those, man, they don't touch the Tracy videos. No, I wish we could just do a format where we uh, just watch and review them in like a mystery science theater <laughs> type scenario. Just watch the whole catalog. <laughs> yeah, If you haven't seen those in a long time or haven't seen any of those ever, uh, look them up because they're all on YouTube, yeah. probably on his YouTube page. But like, worth go- your time.
0: Google like the, uh, the order that you're supposed to watch them in. And just, just spend you like an hour on YouTube and just watch through all those. Yeah. And when you figure
1: out what it means, let me know. Please, like, please. tweet us, message us, whatever you need to do. I'm, please let us know. I'll be thinking about that one for the rest of my life, maybe. <laughs> I don't know that. Is there there
0: a deeper meaning behind the the jug of milk?
2: <laughs> we need what, to know. What did
1: she do to deserve that? She was just <laughs> attending a prom. Like, just give us a little more context, dear Tracy. What was happening on the ranch? What were what was the what were you working on? Okay. are uh, you ready for some uh some list action, some honorable mentions and some top five TL tunes? I am. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> See if we can hurt each other's feelings again. Cut me deep. <laughs> Uh'll we'll start with some uh, our three honorable mentions yeah, for let's Tracy do it. let's do it you wanna you wanna kick her off you wanna go first? you want me to go first you go you go okay okay uh honorable mention number one for Tracy. can't break it to my heart
0: same dang <laughs> we're getting good at this. Ah, we did it right off the bat easy. Can't break it too much.
1: Uh, this track came from, let's see, it was the second single from his uh, album Alibis, Alibis in 93. Uh, 93. Climbed to the t- uh, top of the country music charts, as you would expect. Uh, and this was the only track on that album that Tracy had uh, co-writing credits on also. Really? Yeah. Really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, they said He said that, he said that uh, he'd also had to really fight his label to let him record the track and put it on there because they were really pushing for him to... Um, play more they wanted to push him i guess into like that more ballad style country something mm-hmm. like uh john michael montgomery who yeah. shared that label with him at the time
0: which is something he excels at like a lot of my favorite yeah. tracy tunes are his kind of
1: ballads and i, could, songs. I can see why they would want him yeah. to sing ballads because he's really good at it but
0: um since we're on this song did you listen to his live album that he
1: came out with like in the midst of the 90s like 90 i play. i listened something? to a few tracks here and there i haven't sit down and listen to it i'll listen to that uh in the round or whatever that live mm-hmm. and unplug session but not that well their version of um can't break it to my heart on there
0: like they're a guitar player like near the end like the last minute or so of the song he's just soloing like Shredding. i didn't realize he was so damn good but that i don't know if that's it's the same dude that that played on the the record or not yeah. but man
1: he just, yeah. just shreds for like two solid minutes one thing I learned and, and listened to all these, a lot of these tracks he into is just that I, you don't realize, but man, his band is tight. Like they For can all real. play and shred. Heck yeah! All right, uh, a shared honorable mention on the first one. What's your man. What's your next one? If we have, I uh, can't break it to my heart. Together? Well, down to my next honorable, sticks and
0: stones. Hmm. Hmm. Like that one. <laughs> I do. I do. When. um what what really gets me is just th- that pre-chorus with the low note. Oh low yeah, there.
1: They just, you hear his step down, take boom, take boom, everything. Oh. And he starts out solo, and his range finishes at by the end of that line, way up there. And I feel like for a debut album, they're like, "This is definitely first single. Let's name the album this. Like, let's show him his vocal range and how good he yeah, is." Yeah, for real.
0: It, it kind of reminds me of like some Randy Travis. Where Randy will rat, like randomly go like real low on a yeah. song and you don't expect it and you don't and where he doesn't stay in that that low range like consistently like you almost forget that he's capable of hitting that you it's know like, dang all like, over the that, place man, that's hard that's really hard to do but it, and even like his like live performances he can do it like he could do it live you yeah know? that's awesome it's just like listening to the record exactly yeah what well, you got number seven. Alibis. <laughs> okay. You need to okay. take a moment I there can, for can,
1: just to let it out. I,
0: I Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can handle that. That's a good song, man. I love the track. I had to include it. Um, this was the title track and lead single for his 90, uh, 1993 album. Um, and this would be a number two uh, hit on the country music charts. So, like, of course it was. It's another great ballad by Tracy. Well, he, he hits a few more of those low notes on there, too. Yeah. The boy you can be. And I feel like the, the lyrics in this one, can. too, like, it's a, it's a great song. But I feel like it could have the potential to be kind of like cliche mm-hmm. or like a cheesy ballad mm-hmm. if anybody else other than Tracy Lawrence sung it. But yeah. I feel like he has the range and the talent to, yeah, to sell it and make it a great song. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good.
0: Well, going to number six—that's that's my number six—is alibis. Is it? Yeah, it is. Well,
1: my number uh, my number six is sticks and stones. So it's a little <laughs> flip flop there. We're getting We've close. We're, we're tuning
0: her in. We're we're getting close.
1: Yeah. We're no, lot, close. we don't we don't like we'll chat about songs and stuff like leading up to these recordings, but we don't share what songs are considered on our list or <laughs> what order they're in. No right. idea the the order.
0: We we uh, we also like to talk about songs that like people have forgotten about you know yeah like we were talking about his version of um um shoot it's, is it the it's cover me. it's the
1: cover the keith whitley cover keith Whitley, i'm cover. over you yeah uh, he kills that man he's good He, yeah. once again if you haven't heard that the album that is uh other country artists covering keith whitley in like one or two unreleased keith whitley tracks mm-hmm. so good so good it really is we're gonna preach it till all y'all listen to yeah. it we're just gonna bring it up as
0: often as possible let's have a listening party at some point we'll just let we'll just get
1: it over with we're gonna yeah. listen to it front yeah. to back
0: live stream we're just gonna to listen to it all
1: so all that's right. it right that's our honorable mention that was it well wow, how how did we do that we had we shared the same honorable we shared, mentions we didn't have to argue two of them were in the same spot <laughs> that was amazing right off the bat just on that same uh wavelength with tracy's Carrying um, us away, he's blowing us away again. Please, okay. We're, well, number five, number five, top five. Here we go. You want
0: to go? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll go. Stars over Texas.
1: Are you serious right now? Is it yours? That's my number five. No way! Yeah. No way! Stars over Texas. Stars over Texas. Wow, man, I I really oh love, like. Like, just take a on appreciate. We're really tuning this in. Yeah.
0: This, this list might songs. be exactly the same. <laughs> that, man, that song. It's everything good about 90s country is yes. is in this song. Like, as you lie in my arms, my heart's on my sleeve. Like, just how witty the lyrics Ooh. are. Plus, like, the music. Like... Uh, you you've got steel guitar, you've got saw yes. and fiddles, you get a mandolin there is solo. A mandolin I have that yeah. And the, you,
1: we copy the same notes, what?
0: Apparently, like there's a music break like before like the final chorus where you get the mandolin solo and yep. then you get like this um like telecaster with a chorus pedal on it. It almost
1: get, it sounds like one of those oh uh, Vince Gill like little pick and riffs mm, throughout yeah. his songs. It's so smooth, it sounds it's, so good. It really is. It's got everything. Yeah, I have it. The best way I could describe it is it has all the best sounds that you want in a country music song, mm-hmm. and it's got this like uh, pacing. It's like it's like a honky tonk waltz. Yeah, like it's a nice little honky tonk waltz love song.
0: Stars are...
1: If y'all don't know that song, go listen. It's beautiful. It go is to listen. To that It'll song. make you feel feelings. Like it's that I'll good. Oh, man, it's good.
0: Wow. I don't know how we did it.
1: Number two hit that one was. Just saying, should uh, rightfully so. Wow, that knocks number five out of the way right there. Dang, well, Same man. song. Dang, we're doing we'll, it. We'll mix it up right here. I guarantee it. Number four for me. Yeah, go for it. I see it now. Oh man! Uh, oh, but I see. This is a uh, see title track, first single uh, for his 1994 album, also a number two hit. Uh, and this is this is where he shines. Like this mm-hmm. man, he can he can belt out some balance. He is the baritone boy wonder of ballads. <laughs> That he is (laughs) no competition. Insight. We we already talked how awesome the video was too. Yeah. Little known fact about me personally is when I listen to this song, I see it now. Uh, No one's ever been been around to verify this, but I dance with my feet off the ground. It's it's just happens when I play that song. (laughs) Just like a gust of wind comes through, you know. I never saw it. Just picks me up. Oh, but I see. It's like, how did I get here just suspended? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now
0: I have the mental image. <laughs> and it makes it's it real.
1: Oh, like I'm just imagining you in the video now. Just like a just like kind of like how uh, I guess when the fairy godmother and Cinderella just kinda like cast a spell and lifts her up and yeah. it all forms around her. It's like, oh what fairy godmother <laughs> Tracy What's Lawrence that? out of nowhere. <laughs> He's, lift me up. Let's dance.
0: Saving you from the milk. <laughs> Save me. Don't let these creatures pour milk on me, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. The outsiders with the milk jug. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Take this 2%. <laughs> Loser? <laughs>
0: What's your four? From the same record, Texas Tornado. Ooh. That's a beautiful track. It's, man, that's a classic. It's, it's one of those, it, you can listen to it a
1: thousand times. Like it, it you, you just really get can. tired of it, you know? And I've, and like the last week or two, I've, I've listened mm-hmm. to it a lot. Heck yes. player again. Heck
0: yes. I've had this playlist going for a while, but I didn't dare until like the last couple of days start honing it into like an actual yeah. top eight, top 10 even. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I've hit that one a lot of times.
1: Uh, fun fact on this track, on the I See It Now album, that is the only song uh, produced by Tracy Lawrence himself. Mm. And I feel like as good as that song is and as well as it's arranged, I feel like they should have let him produce the whole album. Yeah. Because that's, man, so good. should have. Dang. Uh, I feel like it has all the all the best sounds that kind of, when it starts off and it leads in and it has like a, it just starts with like honky tonk piano and still guitar. It's mm-hmm. like, it's the only sounds you need to hear. And it starts with the line called me up from Amarillo. It's like, Oh, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to grab some tissues. Let's, let's get ready. This one's going to hurt. Ain't it Tracy?
0: And it's got that strange chord progression on the end of the chorus. Like, blowing me away. Like they do. He does something different there, but it's, it's, man, it's perfect. It's so good.
1: And I think it pairs so well with the piano in that one, uh, and then the second verse where it says "You're lying with me in Atlanta," it's such a beautiful lie. Mm-hmm. You play me like a piano, because mm-hmm. uh, you can just they go through extra lengths there to really tickle the ivory on that line. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that like little saloonish sounding yeah. honky tonkish sounding piano. That's something like with like the country piano stuff. Like you don't always need it, but sometimes when when artists would throw that in there, it was. And it was perfect.
1: I feel like nobody uses piano as well as Tracy Lawrence and his band did in mm-hmm. the '90s. Yeah, like it's, and it's in a lot of his tracks. It's uh, uses. I feel like a lot of their songs might be built around the piano, just arranged around it. Yeah, and it works so well for what they do. Yeah, for real, for real. These these smooth smooth country country ballads. So that was your four, right? It was uh, number three for me. Running behind. Running behind that high, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Another forgotten tune. Didn't think that when I started listening, but the mm-hmm. more I played it, I'm like, this one, man. I wish I'd heard this more because this that was a toe tapper for Heck, sure. Yeah, didn't it didn't get the quite the,
0: the notoriety that it should have on the radio? Because like I growing up, like
1: when I was young, I don't
0: remember hearing that on the radio.
1: Like, no, like, yeah. well that that came with his debut album and it released as a single, but I mean, and it made it to the top five. But with sticks yeah. and stones, like that was. That was all you're going to hear out yeah. the gate from Tracy Lawrence when he first started. Yeah, for real. Um, They have that, like, live and plug thing they did for CMT. Yeah. And they do that song, but they do, like, a, I guess at that point they toured and played it so much, they're so like, we got to mix it up. Yeah. But they do, like, a more bluesy version of that. Yeah. And it's really great, too. Oh, my gosh. And if, I feel like that track, too. Remember the Kentucky Hunter song, uh, <laughs> Walk Softly on This Heart of Mine? So on, I feel like so you could lay dry. those tracks over top of each other. They have like the same sound and uh, same feel. Them, yeah. <laughs> Don't treat me.
0: I I can't think about Kentucky Headhunters without thinking about the drummer that like like had like the skull at like like no hair on top but mm-hmm. had the mullet but the, the like, horseshoe mullet is that what it was? Yeah, and but he always wore like the coonskin cap when he played. He had the chops too.
1: He had like the he thick chops, have. you know. he might have. <laughs>
0: My number three. Time marches on.
2: Say what?
0: Time marches on, man. That's 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 one. This is an all time great country song. Yeah,
1: that's one of my, probably one of my all time favorite country songs. Yes, for
0: real, for real. I'll, on my tombstone, I want the line as the angels sing in an old oh. Hank
1: Williams' song, "Time marches on." Mm. <laughs> I like. I can remember. Let's see that one. That album came out in '96. Mm-hmm. Um, I could remember asking for and receiving that cassette for Christmas that year. Oh my god! That album. That's a good album. And that was back too. Like you don't realize how good albums are all the way through mm-hmm. when, until you listen in the form of a cassette yeah or an eight track or a record where it's just like yeah you're gonna listen because you're not easily <laughs> navigating to the track you want you just listen to the whole side yeah and then flip her over
0: yeah you're gonna spend less time actually listening to it than you
1: are skipping forward and going going back trying to find the yeah. spot that was the I number one hit no song. surprise and probably like one of the if you say tracy lawrence so that's probably the song that a lot of people think about mm-hmm. too is that's one of his career hits yeah yeah that's he's synonymous
0: with that song like I I have some some thoughts about this song. Have you? Do you ever hear a song and you think, I wonder if the the writers of this song like if they had any correlation with some other song? And like you put the song. Have you ever done this? Like mm-hmm. put try to put like the yeah. songs together? Yeah. Well, uh, Casey Musgraves has a song called merry Go Round." Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like her first hit. Yeah. And if you listen to that song and you listen to "Time Marches On." Like I feel like there has to be like a correlation. I feel like her song is the same story from a different point of view, like from like the sisters yeah, point of view.
1: Just kinda like a, a generational telling of a group or family of people.
0: Yeah. I mean, his um his song says um sisters using rouge and clear complexion soap, brother's wearing beads and he smokes a lot of dope. Mom is depressed, barely makes a sound, daddy's got a girlfriend in another town, okay? Mm-hmm. Her chorus says Mama's hooked on Mary Kay, brother's hooked on Mary Jane, Daddy's hooked on Mary Two Doors Down. It, like that's this that is, is the same song in a different it really if, different, is. like era. Like so like if any of you guys, if any of our listeners have uh Casey Musgrave's number, just uh, text her for us and ask her if she yeah, was thinking I'm about sure. that song when she somebody wrote out there, right? Yeah, somebody's bound to uh, to know. Like we we need to know. I feel like
1: that <laughs> definitely has to correlate in some fashion. Like it yeah. really is the same verse restructured. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's just it's just the the narrator changes.
1: Maybe she's inspired by Tracy, but then again, who couldn't be? <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah,
0: aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all? But another song that I do that with is um, Have you ever heard that da- that Dan Seals song where he's whining about that cowgirl? that everything that glitters is not gold. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, he's singing about barrel racing Reba, <laughs> which I think should be an action figure. <laughs> barrel racing Reba would be the perfect action oh, figure. That would
1: be <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> Every time I hear that, it gets in my head, and I can't get it out. That. You know, sometimes I think about you. <laughs> it's one of those, like you think you've got it washed out. And you'll just start singing it again, hitting that high note. That one is like that. And also,
1: remember the one we used to hear uh, all the time when we lived in Huntington? And because it played on one oh, what was 101.5 is the classic country. Mm-hmm. It's the You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. <laughs> I'd get that in my head, and it was just in there for weeks. It wouldn't come out. I worked 10 hours, hours. on a John Deere tractor. <laughs> it's like, no, please. Not again. No, Dan. Please don't. Well, is that Dan Seals, too? That one, was that the one, or was that like, maybe it was, but or maybe it was the Osmonds. That might have been the weird one. There's one yeah, of those two that the Osmonds it. did that was like a pop country track.
0: Mm. Mm. Dan Seals. Bop. I'm going to bop with you. That's another song. You hear it now. was like, man, this song is just not good.
1: <laughs> I feel like we're going to be bop till the, til the what? We're going to what? Are you okay?
0: I promise we're not we're not going into this episode trying to just bash Dan Seals, but that's what like, it's like to. I'm sorry, what's the
1: saxophone for? Whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta calm down. This is a careless whisper. <sighs> okay, what's your number three? Oh wait, we're on two right now. Are we on two now? because yeah, my mom was running behind and yours okay. was yours was time marks okay. was on. Yeah. You know. Number two for me is Texas Tornado. That's my two. Mm. We're getting, we're pretty close we're on this. We're pretty you know. damn close. Yeah. Um, we've said enough about it, but we can always say more because it's such a beautiful song. Yeah, for real. It's probably my uh, my favorite ballad by Tracy. Heck yes. It feels like um, I'm the tumbleweed <laughs> and Tracy's voice is the Wild West <laughs> Texas wind. It's blowing me away yeah. again. And just again, lift and me again. up and, and carry me away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just keep getting these awesome mental images <laughs>
1: 100%. I dance with my feet off the ground when I hear I see it now. No lie, yeah. it's kind of like it's like it got to be the perfect storm. That's kind of like seeing Sasquatch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, two for you?
0: I see it now. Ooh. Oh, but I see it. And I think I, I just gravitate towards that song just because of how much
1: I loved the video growing up. It, it sticks with you. Like, that one, yeah. I I couldn't remember a lot of the older ones, but I can mm-hmm. vividly remember that one just because, like, beautiful Tracy Lawrence with his, his golden locks and these Ronnie Millsap <laughs> shades on singing and at a prom. <laughs> I was saying, like, if I could remember that at, like, you know, 17, 18 years old when we were going to high school and having prom, oh like, gosh. why has nobody ever had Tracy come out and, and sing it, you know, do a prom? And, like, he's, he, even, like, the way, like, he's holding his
0: mic stand. And stuff, like he like sells that. it. Like, wow, what a stage presence. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> oh Always, like, when I was young, always felt bad for the, the lady in the... <laughs> That's she kind of just wanders in in her glasses. I guess I don't know if she's like supposed to be geeky or what. And then the, the greasers try to drench her with milk.
1: Yeah, like I always felt bad for her. Like, what did she do to you, man? Yeah. <laughs> you but of <you> skeezers. Yeah, <laughs> see who the real nerds are. Can you see who's da- dancing with Tracy Lawrence? <laughs> yep.
0: yep, I don't even want to know what he had to do to those guys after that dance. Like, he probably let him have it, man. <laughs> And then Terminator
1: teleported out into a new world. <laughs> I've seen him swing a pirate sword. I know what he's capable of. Yeah, that that one shot in that video with the <laughs> as I see it or as any fool can see, where he has the yep. pirate sword. He like kicks a guy and like aggressively <laughs> slashes. I'm like, he just cut this boy's legs off. Like <laughs> Tracy's merciless. Like, yep, that one's going to the shark. don't mess with Tracy's ladies. Like, you know, <laughs> he'll let you know. <laughs> Oh, man, that, that quickly approaching the number one spot. I'm nervous. Nervous? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I've got a suspicion that we might. Uh, are, are we going to do it again here? I don't think we're going to do it this time. It's because my one, I'll take my number one is one you mentioned. Oh, it's one you, Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't do it then. Well, if yours is something, I'll start then. Okay, go since ahead. Since we've already mentioned this one, uh, time marches on. Career defining ah. track for for Tracy, you know, a, a definitive track for me as a human being. It's just man, it's such a good song, and it's such mm-hmm. an interesting perspective to tell, like the tale of like here's a here's a family and here's how their story plays out mm-hmm. over uh, multiple generations. Oh my gosh! Something crazy I learned in uh, a call, little interview with Tracy Lawrence talking about that song. Mm-hmm. Um, one is he said his favorite part is that he just holds the mic out to the crowd and lets the crowd sing the line, uh, smokes a lot of dope. <laughs> and he talks about how kind of, I guess that was a little fringe because at the time, nobody really mentioned, you know, like you yeah. beer drinking songs and stuff no. like that, but nobody really talked about the marijuana use in songs. Yeah. Uh, but also then too, that when, the, that track had the man that wrote that track also wrote, um, I see it now. Oh my gosh. And, Tracy Lawrence had put that song on hold, I guess. You know, I yeah. guess if you hear that track and you want to use it, you can put it a, put a hold on it until mm-hmm. you can get time to claim the rights to right. it, to use it. But that song was like an hour's difference of being a Tracy Lawrence track or being a Brooks and Dunn track. Really? Yeah. I
0: would like to hear their rendition yeah. of that. like an Ooh, hour after he put a hold in on
1: that track, Ronnie Dunn yeah. tried to put a claim in on it. Oh, so my gosh. Wow. That could have, either way, that song's a hit and yeah, amazing. Yeah, that would have been a favorite of mine either way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I loved it in '96 when I had the cassette. Amazing then. Love it now. I feel like it's just a, a interesting perspective and a great story of yeah. uh, kind of like the transitioning and progressing in life. And yeah, uh, especially as you get older, it's kind of like man, life life is probably as quick as this three minute Tracy Lawrence song. You yeah.
0: know, uh, <laughs> comes at your fast, you fast. Know, yeah,
1: love yourself, love everybody, love all your peoples, and uh, yeah. have a good time. What um, that's what Tracy t-
0: taught us. What Will Ferrell say on? Uh, the basketball, whatever the basketball movie was, E L E. Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> number one, are you ready? Now I'm. I'm surprised <sighs> this didn't didn't make your list. Really, is that a tear?
1: That's your number one. That's my. That's a good track. All
0: time number one. Track. The whole song is built about. Uh, it's built
1: around a uh, an answering machine message.
0: That's so cool. That's just good songwriting.
1: Yep got to hear Blake Shelton, you didn't do it first and yours wasn't as good.
0: Mm. Amen. <laughs> Amen.
1: Stop calling me Blake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that a tear? That's so, it's, uh, cause, you know, he's he's mad at her and everything in the song, but then, um, and he listens to it a couple of times. Like the first time he listens, he's, he says, oh boy, she's got some nerve. Then he, the second time I heard it, I heard more than just her words. I'm like, man, yeah. this is such good songwriting. And even it's kind of one of the those songs, just like the way it starts out with like the solemn and fiddles. Like, do, 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 do. that's this that's classic. It's so it good. is.
1: There's just so many of those great hits from that era. They start in like that. Like you get a little bit of a fiddle song and mm-hmm. just let the hit roll. Thank you. Yeah. I listened to that one a lot though on because I had that cassette. But mm-hmm. that, that whole that whole album, the Tom Arch is on album, is really good. Golly. Oh is that a tear yeah, I love it. I love it. Man, how much cooler would our prom been if we we should have if I could go back, if I could teleport through time like Terminator Tracy mm-hmm. Lawrence, I go back <laughs> to our prom and we'd make sure that Tracy Lawrence plays it. <laughs> what steps could we have taken to make it all
0: play yeah. out different? <laughs> If only. If only. Oh, man. Want to recap here?
1: Yeah. You want to pop off your list?
0: Yeah. My three honorables suck. Can't Break It To My Heart, Sticks and Stones, and Alibis. Down to my number five, Stars Over Texas, Texas Tornado. Time Marches On. I See It Now, and Is That a Tear?
1: Great list. Um, Honorable mentions for me. Wild, we did this, same honorable mentions, just Mm. a little bit different order. Uh, Can't Break It to My Heart, Alibis, Sticks and Stones. That's crazy. We did that. It's so cool. (laughs) Can't wait till the next one. Who knows what that will be like. Uh, Top five for me, Stars Over Texas. Mm. Same as he's there. Yeah. Uh, I See It Now, Running Behind, Texas Tornado, and Time Marches On. Gosh.
0: y'all are going whenever we post this uh, this playlist y'all are going to have a good time with this one man it's yeah, it's one of those you can listen
1: straight through not have to change a track yeah. it's going to be good and, and if you got some Tracy tracks that you like that we didn't include because there's there's some more spectacular songs out there that we didn't didn't make it on our list Definitely, comment. Yeah, let sure. us let us know what your favorites are. Let us know why you like them, why you love them so much.
0: Yeah, it, it has been a blast on the first two episodes just to find out like what, like the songs that people couldn't believe
1: that we missed. Yeah, and you, you guys are great too just because we, I feel like we're, probably feel like we're uh, in the boat alone just out here nerding out over 90s country. <laughs> but y'all are great, and it's great to know that there's others out there that love it as much as we do and want to listen and chat about it. For real,
0: for real. Like, you hear a lot of uh, bashing of uh, modern country, which we do it a lot, too. Yeah. But you forget about the uh, the golden era that was the 90s. Like, there's this, there was just so much, so much
1: good. And, you know, uh, of course, if you're listening to Tracy Lawrence, go ahead and listen in video format and check out that Tracy Lawrence uh, cinematic music video <laughs> verse. And good luck making heads and tails of it, but you'll be entertained. <laughs> Can we talk about one song that was not a '90s song? Yes.
0: Can we yes. do this?
1: Yeah. And if it's what I think it is, I think I'm actually obligated to do this, and I forgot about it. <laughs> In 2004, Tracy came out with "Paint Me a Birmingham." Oh yeah,
0: man, this that was, was a good song. Like yeah. it. It's. It seems rare that these like '90s artists like. It seems that they. Most of them, anyway, left their hits in the 90s, even if they're still going now. Yeah. But then you get, like, some artists that just transcend it. Like, and he hasn't had, like, a ton of super hits since the 90s. But, man,
1: Paint Me in Birmingham, that's a good song. I think that's right up there with, like, as far as being career definitive. Like, it's neck and neck with Time Marches on. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. and the reason I said it was obligated because uh, unknowingly before we decided to do Tracy Lawrence, uh-huh. my mom had told me, she's like, well, whenever you do Tracy Lawrence, she's like, you can't forget about Paint Me a Birmingham. <laughs> and I was like, man, I feel like that song couldn't have been in the 90s. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, but right. it has the sound of those songs in the 90s. Yeah. And, uh, it, man, it carries, like, all of his other hits from the 90s. For real. There's a, there was a line when it
0: first came out. Like we, I think we could probably do a seb, like a segment on every episode about misheard song lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> the chorus for sure,
1: especially with us. <laughs> I think sometimes I just my brain just does it to me on purpose.
0: <laughs> the because like the whole basis of the song, like he met he meets this this painter, and the painter tells him like, "Hey, for twenty bucks, I'll paint you anything," which you know that's that's a pretty good price yeah. for anything. But the chorus, he says. um, Paint me a Birmingham, make it look just the way I plan. Little house in the town. I always thought that he said, "Making love just the way I planned." And I'm thinking, yeah. you want this dude to paint yeah. what <laughs> for twenty bucks? They're yeah. like, "Listen, dude, I'll do it, but I ain't do it for twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like you're asking a lot of me right now. Like oh, and, and It's like when I said anything, I didn't mean <laughs> anything. <I> mean, <laughs> like twenty bucks, but I, I feel like a." <laughs> 50, and we'll call it a yeah. deal.
1: And I'll pay. I'll hand you a blank check for said picture to hang up in my home. Tracy. Put her there. It's a beautiful portrait of Tracy on a velvet canvas. <laughs> but yeah, you can't tell me hands, hands down that um, this man didn't win in all categories involving style. Like, yeah. Per, personally yeah. himself his mullet his attire his music videos his sound like every video video i watch it makes me want a cowboy hat yeah even that much more yeah. just an awesome cowboy hat I'm just just more and more time spent in the mirror like how do i how do i make my mullet look like tracy's like, how do, how do <laughs> i get there
0: how do i do it can, like can i um like dm him on twitter or instagram so what, Will kind, what kind of products <laughs> you use
1: tracy like what how did you get that look how'd you get that iconic <laughs> tracy lawrence mullet
0: well, on the uh, on the one I forget which video it was, but he had a white like a bleach white duster. Like, oh my gosh, that is awesome! That's Sign me so up. Cool. I need one of those. The big belt buckles and stuff. Like, we need to change our style up some.
1: Yeah, I don't. I've seen some of the more recent interviews with him too, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm like, what? Why are you wearing a T-shirt, Tracy? Like, those shirts are still at the house in the closet. <laughs> I would hope you wouldn't get rid of those, would Surely you? Surely like, not. If you do, let
0: us know. I'll send you my mailing address. <laughs> let us know. $20. I'll paint you anything. <laughs> anything, you say? Any, I mean, just so we're on the same page. Anything?
1: Well, here's my vision. <laughs>
0: Hear me out.
1: <laughs> I would, I would take a, a painting of that or I would take a, uh, uh, and also uh, a parody painting, uh, which was uh, Cletus T. Judd eating a, a honey baked ham. You remember that version? Yeah. Bake me a honey ham. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Pineapples all the way around. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what he's
0: doing these days. <laughs> uh,
1: probably, like, ha- has to have, like, some bit of shame about some of the songs that he like that he butchered for his money making like how'd you do that to Tracy (laughs) maybe I went too far with
0: how do you milk a cow (laughs) maybe Toby Keith went too far with how do you like me now (laughs) yeah I think if you're put those two like neck and neck yeah I I think Cletus is gonna win the uh, the number one spot on actual good song yeah
1: actually turns out (laughs) plot twist Cletus wins that's when that's when like the the lines kind of intersect of where Cleus' career is on the rise and Toby Keith is on a steady cool. decline. I like I love 90s Toby Keith dude, but after that song, like I am out. Like like all right, Toby, like, I get it. Like okay, you made it and that's cool and all, but now you're gonna use your platform to be real uppity and be like, well, how do you like me now? Well,
0: at some point, I think he was driving like he was. either like this gigantic yellow Ford or well, like a something weird like that Hummer or something onto, like a, onto the stage. Yeah. Like I mean, hey, Travis Trick can do it on a Harley. Yeah. Like the Undertaker just pull in on a Harley. Yeah. You can do that. But Toby, what are you doing? What are man? you doing? What are you doing, man?
1: Like so many, <laughs> so many hits and then like phew. after that, like we should we should totally at some point take the time to do our, our top Cletus T. Judd tracks for certain.
0: <laughs> we we'll had to have uh we'll have Jack, yeah. on there. He was
1: the connoisseur, the connoisseur of the uh, Cletus yeah. T. Judd. And uh, our, our, at some point I'm sure we will do our favorite Toby Keith tracks from the '90s. I'm sure. But yeah. alternatively, I would like to rate the the worst Toby Keith songs. <laughs> Here's the best. Here's the absolute worst. Yeah. Can you guess where American Rod is? <laughs> <laughs> Look, ma. <Mom. laughs>
0: Gosh, what a what? Oh my lord, what a song! It's
1: like what. It's kind of like uh, a transition of like at some point, like literally Toby Keith and trying to be a country music artist kind of became Cletus T. Judd because all his songs seemed like a joke.
0: <laughs> Look mo, no Ma, hands, well, say I'm put his name what, his
1: if that one doesn't play like every other day on the radio oh, still, oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened Toby what happened
0: alright well this has been an absolute blast this is this has been a really most really different. really fun episode yeah so uh, yeah for sure let us know let us know what your favorite Tracy Lawrence tracks are your favorite videos once you go back and watch yeah. like tell us what what sticks out to you is the most ridiculous things about these videos the coolest things about these videos
1: let us know when you see it now you know. Call us up from Amarillo. <laughs> hey,
0: if you are uh, if you're like Caleb and you you find yourself dancing with your feet off the ground, I mean, let us know. We, let us know. We want to hear about it. Don't
1: for, don't be scared. It's just it's just Tracy. <laughs> it's it's just, just Tracy's
0: Tracy. power. <laughs> it might happen. Just just go in go into this like knowing this this is a possibility. This might happen.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, uh, hit us up on, on Instagram. We don't really do anything with our Twitter, but uh, we're pretty active on Instagram, on Facebook. Yeah. Share our stuff. Share the episode.
1: Yeah, all right. Let so us know what you what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, let us know your favorite tracks. Um, just, you know, talk about the air with us because we don't get tired of it. We will never get tired of talking about this stuff. <laughs> like
0: we said uh, recently we've been we've been having these same conversations for years yeah but now we have a platform yep. that we're able to talk
1: about this with other people You and beautiful people that are willing to listen to us you know go on and ramble about our our favorite country <laughs> music tracks from growing up in the 90s
0: yeah this is awesome this is fun
1: well yeah hit us hit us
0: up on the, on the socials Go share episodes one, episode two, and uh, this would be a good time to let you guys know we are going to run a giveaway Say what? for some merch. We're going to give away a sweet Chattahoochee podcast trucker hat. Beautiful. We'll be posting a, a picture of it and all that good stuff, but um, what we need you guys to do is um, is get on Instagram and share the post the the uh, said post that we're talking about. Go ahead and share that and uh once we get the episode to the Reba episode, once we get that to
1: one hundred, we're gonna do the giveaway. Going to give away beautiful hat. I mean it's and awesome. And then uh, prob- probably you know from there down the road some more some more cool uh cool things.
0: For sure. For sure. We got a lot of plans on, on the, what what we want
1: to make and uh get out to you beautiful people. Yeah some uh, fabulous hats, maybe some t-shirts. Hopefully at some point we'll have our own fabulous Tracy Lawrence t shirts and we're going to attempt to recreate some (laughs) fabulous photos from the 90s era.
0: Yes. (laughs) We're
1: going to have way too much fun. And by that, I mean, I'm going to wear that shirt seven days a week. That's (laughs) what I mean. Uh, I see it now. (laughs) Oh, but I see it now. (laughs) But, uh, you know, love you all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, nothing but love. No sticks and stones here. You know all it makes a home. No. <laughs> and, and as long as there's stars over Texas, <laughs> we'll we'll be here. We'll, we'll hang the moon. We'll be here hanging the moon for we'll you. We'll hang the moon for you. We'll, we'll try hang our best. The moon for you.
0: <laughs> we'll see you next time.
1: Later.